that's uh, definitely a tough one to swallow, boys. I think you said it best on the uh, Twitter post that, you know, it is a very tough one to swallow. You like how I spelled two as, like, the number two? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't do that drunkenly. I <laughs> can't get too mad about it, you know? I mean, I think we all were uh, relieving the pain somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bryce with the uh, $28 at Taco Bell after, you know, hey. something to take the pain away. It went down too fast. <laughs> he said, watch, I'm going to order all this food and I'm going to eat it in five minutes. Yeah, he did it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but... This morning wasn't the best, but we move. Yeah, we move. <laughs> uh, how's your toilet doing? Not great. Well, that's, uh, I feel like that's got to be the... Uh, the mentality of the team is we move because though we lost this game I do feel like there are some bright spots yeah it's not like the Cincy game where we didn't feel like there was a whole lot where it's all shit to come out of it I mean we were kind of talking about it before but our uh, our attack they are yep. they are coming together they are they have found something that's for sure Saw him score a goal in 10 minutes for it to be called back because Facundo was maybe a kneecap offside. Yeah, I mean, tough call there, but what a what a ball by Facundo, one. Yeah. And the, two, the finish. The interplay even before that mm-hmm. was actually, it was like, it was one touch, ping, ping. I believe it was one touch, maybe two touch. Just ping, ping, ping. It's like quality in the MLS, an attack, not just a long ball and then a cross. It was, was kind of nice to see for once. And us not playing from the wings either you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it was through the middle it was quick passing it was a lot of players being involved moving the ball around finding the smart pass not necessarily the most attacking pass the smart pass to retain possession and I mean tactically we saw a good game from Poppy up until the point we'll get into later but I mean that that's a bright point I felt like tactically we didn't look great against Cincinnati in that loss, you know. So mm-hmm. I I do owe personally I do owe two people an apology, and I'll do it. I'll, I'll go ahead and just do it on the podcast since I uh, ripped them apart on the podcast. <laughs> low key, <laughs> not 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 the second one, but the first one, um, Mauricio. I I I have gotten on him, and he played the game we want from our DP number 10. And I'll give that to him. That's what we want from him. That was a fantastic showing from him. And the second person I owe, owe an apology to is uh, <clears throat> is you, Bryce. Yeah. You uh, you definitely were one of the first people to be talking about Juan and his um, shakiness, I guess, is the best way to yeah. put it. I mean, he's, he's really picked the worst time in his career to just not be good for us yeah yeah because we got a team now that can do very well in this league and now we might have a right back problem might no we 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 do do. have a right back yeah well he can always find his form again which would be the best case scenario but if he doesn't then we're gonna need to look at right backs at some point well yeah, it's uh, interesting how one game can switch your focus because somebody else that I'm very critical of and hard on, Joao, had a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a he had a good showing. I mean, 
I there's the the uh, shot late in the game that he ended up saving or blocking that fell to the um, was it blessing that was down there. Uh, o- Opoku, Owoku, oh yeah, whatever his name is. Um, Sorry. Uh, it's Quadwo Opoku. Opoku, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but the fact that he was at, even in that position yeah. is something that I've been hard on him about in past. So, you know, it was a very good showing from him, and I, I do want that to be said, that that's coming from me, because when you perform well, you deserve your props, and yeah. he definitely did that. It, it'd be nice if he can keep this up, though. That's why I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, and, I, you know, he's, he had a good performance. Yeah. We'll see if he can get a couple of strings, you know, a string of, couple of these performances in. Well, that's what you expect from a former first overall pick. Uh, not that the MLS draft is where you find all your talent for the league, but, like, the first three picks, you're like, all right, these guys could pan out. We've seen that with Orlando City with both Daryl and uh, Kyle Lahren. Mm-hmm. But then we get him from LAFC. And he, he likes to score goals against, against LASC. LA. Yeah. He should have had two, the 90th minute header. That was unfortunate. Went right over the bar. That was unfortunate. But you can't really fault him for much, if anything, in this game. Not really. Um, I mean, if you want to fault him for anything, it was on the one, I think it was the third goal, or the, I, I don't remember exactly which one. But. It, it, yes, it was the third goal um, when him and Janssen mm. could right. have stepped, maybe tried to put off the shot a little bit more. It, would, it looked like both of them kind of put in a half, you know, half-hearted effort there. As we talked about, though, that's just not purely his fault. No, there was it's, a lot yeah. wrong on that goal. So, I mean, if you want to fault him for anything, you, you can you can add him to the list of people in that. Throw twenty percent of the blame on him for that. Yeah. I mean, if, even if you want to give him twenty percent of the blame. So we had um, a couple of points that we put out before the game that now we'll, we'll go ahead and go through the what went wrong, I guess, is the best way to... Yeah. You usually see it on Instagram and Twitter. You'll see it tomorrow, but get it out early on the podcast. The first point was Carlos Vea. Yeah. Tried to make a, a big point about how good he has been this season as he has as many goal contributions as... Before this game, he has as many goal contributions as our club had through the whole season. So he has been a very dangerous player, if not one of the best in the league this season, since really since he came into the league. Um, and he didn't come out with a goal or an assist. He had uh, just one hockey assist? Yeah, one hockey yeah, assist. On the first goal. Yeah, yeah that was the first goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Long goal. Beautiful ball, too. I mean, it was. Shoot. I wish yeah. I wish we could get that from our midfielders consistently. Right. Which Mauricio showed flashes of he that. Did. He did. But yeah, it's kind of mission accomplished. Fifty percent with him. You know what I mean? I mean, a, a player of that quality, dude. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how much you do to try to stop that, I feel like you're going to see those flashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one hundred percent, we definitely did. We saw him drop back a lot in this game. He's played in like a nine or a number ten role. And played out in his natural position as a right wing, both or both of them this season. But then he kind of dropped in, sat in the midfield, and he did what we saw in that first goal: is just try to spray balls out wide, and plays at number ten. Yeah. So he did that pretty well. 
which didn't lead to, well, I guess it led to goals, but not in the assist. Yeah, boy. not a contribution yeah. just directly. Yeah, I mean, tactically, dude, it was a really good game on both parts. We played well. We stayed compact. We did what we were supposed to do with keeping the ball away from um, LAFC. We, we controlled their possession. We limited their chances and their opportunities with the ball. Um, they did what they wanted to do and kind of receive a little bit of the of that pressure, you know, play that typical away game mm-hmm. tactic where you're just going to sit, you're going to let teams come on to you a little bit more and pick and choose when you open yourself up. And they did that well too. So it was a it was a it was a good matchup, I do have to say. It's it was a very fun game to watch from a neutral neutral perspective, but none of us here are neutral. Yeah. Obviously, we feel yeah. some type of way about the, yeah. the result, but I mean so tactically we did like limit them their chances they only had four shots on target and they scored every one of them so obviously that's not what you want to see but for them with that much talent on their team them only having four real chances i think we did pretty good no i mean definitely did all the hard work in this game, as you said, Zach. Mm. We did all the hard work, but the result doesn't show it. Yeah. It's tough to say that, because if you do all the hard work, you want the result. And when you, especially when you only limit LAFC to four shots on target, I, I believe we had more shots on target than them. Let me fact check that really quick. I mean, if not, we had the same amount for sure. They had five, they had four. So, yeah, maybe you can even say, no, I can't say that. I was going to say you could say Joao's header at the end could be on target, but that's just not true at all. Um, it should have been on target. It should have been, but. So that's a that's a chance it should have been put away. That's 3-4. There were two saves that Crepo had at the uh, near post. Uh, Pato on the near yeah. post there. Those could have went in. It could have easily been 4-4, four, 5-4. Four, four. Mm-hmm. And he, in the last podcast, I said LAFC loves these 3-2 type games, these high-scoring affairs. And we saw that come to fruition, just yep. not in our way. Yeah, definitely was a, uh, like I said, tough one to swallow, especially when two of the goals could have been prevented, from our, t- our standpoint at least. And we could have had more going. Yeah. I mean, would you say that you felt we were the better team? I would. I definitely would. I mean, the way our attack looked, going up against them it actually looked like they had chemistry and knew what each other were doing off the ball like on the first goal that was called back Carr looks behind him and sees Pato in space he dummies it Pato's first time pass out to Facundo makes a run into the box and puts it away unfortunately he was offsides but there's flashes all throughout this game that we definitely looked like the better team but I think you can say that we were the... <laughs> I'm just doubting everything I say as it's coming out of my mouth because I was going to say we looked like the better team going forward. Scoreline doesn't show that. We lost 4-2. But the chances that we had seemed like the more quality chances. Their fourth goal was a shot that was saved by Joao and just fell right to uh, Apoku's feet. So you got that one. The The third goal, Pedro, should everybody should have done better. Um, there was a whole lot wrong there. Yeah. So we see the defensive mistakes 
Ruan, like the Ruan header. So like on all three of those, it's just like, all right, like what do you what you could have done more, but why aren't you doing more and more of that better? Mm-hmm. And us going forward, Crepeau is saving them. So it was just one of those days where, even though we had two goals, it just wasn't going to fall for us. Yeah, and I um, the reason I feel like you doubt what you're saying right now is because for us, I feel like we are playing a very good game. Mm-hmm. We were doing everything right up until we saw a critical moment that could be the critical moment in our season. We see Antonio Carlos go down with an injury, and um, that's huge, guys. Massive. So today we saw a report come out that though they're still doing tests and stuff like that, the initial results show a torn hamstring and he will be done for the rest of the season. Rest of the season. Four to six months oh, is. Four to six months. I is, believe that's pretty yeah, much yeah, the rest of the season. Pretty much putting yeah, this. I mean, yeah, four to six months. What we're in April, April right now. Mm-hmm. So May, June, July, August, September, October. 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 So he could come back playoffs time, late season playoffs. That'd be nice. Yeah. If that's worst is, case scenario. If, if this yeah. is what it is. Now, obviously, this is early, and uh, prayers up for you, my man. You know, you are definitely one of our favorite players here at OC Fan TV for sure. Um, and just club-wise, I think. Yeah. And it's, like, he has a case. He could be one of the best center backs in the league. And just oh. missing someone in that, he is. I, I think he is. But even miss, missing a player like that, even though we have someone like Rodrigo that can step up and do a job, he's not going to give the same output that Carlos did. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Rodrigo has a lot of confidence, but there is the reason. There is a reason that Antonio and Janssen get the nod consistently. So, I mean, and Antonio has consistently been undermined from the MLS. You know, All Stars, Team of the Weeks, everything. You know, yeah. so it's it's definitely going to be one that hurts um, having that rock and composure there defensively and offensively because he does give us a lot going forward too as well I'm not going to lie being able to stay composed on the ball advanced up the pitch take his space when it's given and make that smart pass so he's a more composed and smarter Amroteric from years ago except he just doesn't dribble up the field as much he knows his limits yeah that's he plays smart football man I I hate to compare it. No, I don't even hate to compare it to Chelsea, but I'm going to compare it to Chelsea. It's like losing Thiago Silva. Yeah. You lose that rock. I was, Chelsea played the three-back, but and the MLS equivalent of losing your main center-back is is tough. Yeah. Um, you made the comparison to Chelsea. I'll make the comparison to Arsenal from things that we've seen. Um, last year we saw Gabriel Mahalagas and David Luiz play alongside each other most of the year and David Luiz though he is a phenomenal player the the pairing of the two never seemed to work out whereas mm-hmm. this year we've seen Ben White come in and that pairing is phenomenal the pairing of Antonio and Janssen has always been a solid pairing for us they play very well off each other they complement each other's weaknesses very well they there's a lot of confidence there mm-hmm. Schlegel coming into that, how, you know, we're going to have to see how that, how that comes into play. Do and, you, 
ahead. I was gonna say, because this season we've we come out in this four two three one, but then when we have possession, we move to a three back, and we have Moutinho, Janssen, and Carlos sitting there. Then Ruan advances up the pitch. One, do you think that changes with Schlegel the rest of the season? And two, uh, no, actually, you guys answer that first, then I'll bring up a second question after. I, I mean, I don't think it would change that much just because, I mean, we look better going forward when we have a three-back because even if they do break on the counter, mm. we still got three guys back there. And just replacing a center-back, I don't think that's really going to change anything. But I don't know. It could. It very it very well could. Yeah, you lose one of your key players, it could yeah. change. Go ahead. So we're on the same page here because I was actually about to bring up the same thing. My mm-hmm. instant reaction is that we are going to see a different tactic from us moving forward for the rest of the season. And honestly, I can see us playing a 3-5-2 more look. You know what I mean? If we can't shore up our defense moving forward, we'll have Schlegel, Janssen, and uh, Kyle Smith back there. Mm-hmm gives us um, the ability to play our midfielders for our left and right backs because we don't have depth in that position, either of those positions. Yeah. And that gives us more ability, you know, to have some players to, when one has these awful games, we have Joey Desart that we can pull off the bench and be like, dude, you haven't played yet this season, go out there and do something. And yeah. he, he could just go out there and maybe head that ball straight back to Galesa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, what was he doing there, man? I don't know, but that's... Besides the point at this point. I was, well, was going to try to lead it into my second question, mm. but now I'm kind of forgetting what my second question was, but I was, it was something about Ruan and does... I don't know. I was gonna, It was something about does he keep his position or do if we see that change in formation, do we see... Kyle Smith come in, and if we if we do play that three five two, do we see Kyle Smith come in and play the more midfield role on the right side? Yeah, I guess I kind of answer both your questions yeah. in one there for you. Um, yeah, it depends on how we play that three five two. You know what I mean? Because ideally, when we you play three in the back, you want Antonio to be that central guy. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. So between Janssen Schlegel... Janssen still isn't a bad option for that no. center. Or do you ask Araujo, you know, to, mm-hmm. to slot into that spot? Not consistently, but with it, with still the four-back, if we're playing that, if that look, you know what I mean? Do, do we ask Araujo to set, slot in centrally rather than off to the right where we've seen him a couple of times? I think we kind of saw that a little bit last night. I was trying to watch and see what like what we did defensively with Antonio going yeah. out. And he did seem to drop when we were out of position, he seemed to drop farther back than he normally would. So he wasn't stepping into like trying to intercept as aggressively. It was a little bit more conservative because he knew we didn't have Antonio back there. Mm-hmm. So we could see that. Yeah, very much. I I think it could be a possibility. We got to figure something out. When you were answering that first question, did you say the three back would be Kyle Smith, Janssen, and... If we cannot... Yeah, if we cannot stop teams from 
scoring goals and getting in on us. You know what I mean? And we need to shore up that line in front of and build some type of compactness. I would go, I would have, yeah. Why not keep Moutinho in there? Because he's pretty much played that well, three because, back whole season. Because in that three five two, you're looking for that winger. You know what I mean? Hear me out real quick. I'm sorry to... Could we see Benji drop back as like a left wing back type of thing? That's a possibility. He has a work rate for it. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, so I was giving Moutinho the shout only because of his offensive effectiveness this game. Are you putting him on the, on that left mid side? I would put him in that left wing, you know, that left mid where, like Chelsea play, yeah. they get very advanced. So he could, offensively, he did perform well enough to do that. This so then match. you're keeping Ruan on, on the field, though. Like, I was putting him, I was totally just exchanging Ruan out for Kyle Smith and putting yeah, so Kyle Smith where Ruan would be. That's why I said that gives you the other midfielders. So you could you could put potentially a Sylvester in that spot. You could put a Pato in that spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody that can give you more than Juan in these types of games yep. and just drop a form. You know what I mean? When you're when you're not in good form and you're consistently going out there and having bad performances, it's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. But we don't have any depth there other than Kyle Smith right now, and there's a lot of question marks defensively what we're going to do. So I would like to see if we're sticking with the four-back, yes, straight swap for swap, Kyle Smith for Juan. Juan doesn't make my team in this four look anymore. He, hear, me, hear me out again. One more time. No, I'm good with hearing you out all. Instead of bringing Kyle Smith in as like a third center back, could we see Mr. Thomas Williams himself step up? He has to make appearances at some point. You know what? That's true. He did look very good for us in the preseason, and giving him some time to practice in that three back, you know what I mean? And, And coming in in a game that maybe isn't detrimental. Yeah. That would that would be a good. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I definitely want to see him get some more minutes, and he's gonna have the opportunity to for sure. So, yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to Alan, who hasn't been on the podcast in a minute, but when we did our way too early predictions for the season, he had Ruan as his defender of the year. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Alan, this one's for you, bud. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, your defender of the year. And I remember we had a whole debate about why he was going to be your defender of the year because you were talking about his attacking prowess. <laughs> <laughs> and that has not come to – and, oh, and Dave commented, I like Al's take. Yeah. Well, there's the other one that – where you at, bud? Yeah. But – so here's something that I kind of wanted to close out with that I didn't really give you guys a heads up on. So oh, okay. this is – a. This is going to be fun. But uh, player ratings. I kind of want to start trying to do this after the uh, games going through and, and you guys giving us your player ratings. You want to do like a top two and then the bottom one? For this one, we can. And then we well, moving forward, we can try to go through the whole team. You know what I mean? Well, I was thinking, I don't know. We're just going to talk this out on the podcast in front of everybody. No, I'm just saying. We're just going to go do top We'll do the top, top two. Top two and then bottom one because I don't, I don't know if everybody wants to just listen. To us, spew out numbers, and then but then we you can give them to me and I'll post them. Yeah, then totally. we can make that a thing. Let me go first. Go ahead. I'm getting the worst one out of the way. I uh, think we all have Juan. the same bottom. Yeah, Juan. 
If yeah. who else played? Uh, Pedro. Yeah. You can't you can't rate a keeper that's got scored four times. All right. Before we go any farther, give me the number. No, don't look at football. One. Yeah. One. One to ten. No rookie scores. So, okay. Um, four. That's just the rookiest of rookie scores. Okay. Four point three. All right. You've never watched a Dave Porno pizza review. Uh, no. I've watched one. I mean, I'm going to go five and a half. Five and a half for, I mean, I can't even. I'm four, three. That's not bad. I I mean, we're all in the same, we're all in the same. How are you getting five and, where are you getting above 50% technically? I mean, 50% of the time, the passes were accurate. Not, I wouldn't say accurate, but you know what I mean. Like, I think he was thirty of thirty-eight accurate passes. Yeah, seventy-nine percent. So he did the easy, the, the same argument we made for Joao before. The simple and easy things were he did right, but when it was bad, it was really bad. No accurate crosses. One of four accurate long balls. Uh, one error led to goal, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So. Therefore, Pedro, in my opinion, just it, we're being unbiased here, straight strictly on statistics. Yeah, he has to be your, your the lowest play, play rated player in my book, and I'm giving him a four and a half. You're but the Ruan goal was Ruan's fault. The goal that we're like ah, blame it on the whole team kind of thing. Again, not fully his fault. The first goal. Maybe he could come came out and grab the ball. So, meh. The fourth goal, not his fault. The I mean, the fourth goal, not his fault. The Juan goal, I mean, he it's could've... unfortunate. It's unfortunate because the ball was played back. Terribly. Yeah, erratically. But he was in a position to... I mean, it's tough. You know what I mean? These are milliseconds we're talking about here but if you look at his positioning yeah. he could have made that save he, yeah, it seemed like he hesitated like he was going to or whoever it was that put it in was going to try to go yeah, back across so, the goal there's so much going on and then like you said in the first one I feel like if he's more decisive and comes out and punches that ball away even if he doesn't catch it you know what I mean punches that ball away or gets yeah. something to it and then the third goal was completely poor positioning I mean, yes, there was so much that went on there that led oh, up yeah. to that. But, I mean, come on. And, again, this it's a tough game. We've got a lot of players coming back from international that have been around all over the place, playing different styles. You know, it's there's a lot going on. But mm-hmm. statistically, you can't tell me when you get scored on four times that your, your goalkeeper is going to not be your lowest rated. To be fair... Drunk Bryce would agree with you because I was going for his head after the game. I mean, (laughs) I know how you are, so I can believe it, dog. But moving on to our top two players, I would have to say Mauricio and Pato. All right, so Mauricio, go ahead and go with your rating. Rating for Mauricio? 8.2. I'll give him a... I'll one up you. I'll go eight three. I was right around that same yeah. range. I, I we're all in the eights, so um, 
I'll call it uh, right between you guys an 8.25. How about that? Fair. Well, yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm just stupid. I was like, no, that's yeah, not the middle. Just I'm just. Yeah. Maps. It's, it's it's every once in a while, fifty-fifty with you, you know. Sometimes I'd go good. like seventy thirty sometimes to the bad. Maybe good. Sometimes, sometimes it's just it's way off. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back to two episodes ago when I tried to doubt football with Tajiri Shradi's yeah. stats. Yeah. All right, so we did have the same top two, in my opinion. Yeah. What, who'd you say? Yours Pato. was Pato. Yeah. Pato. Yeah. Pato has to be. Yeah. Your your top your highest rated, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll give him an eight seven. With the brace, he actually scores that brace. He's in the nines. Yeah, but I was gonna give him like eight point five. He he definitely he he definitely looks good this season. And it's a good sight to see. That's, that's what we wanted last season, but we just never got to experience it. Yeah, we didn't. He didn't have too much time with the team. You know what I mean. And now that he's finally got that time with the team, had a whole off season to train, and he's actually playing minutes now. You're seeing. Flashback. I'm not. I can't. No, I can't say that. I was gonna say flashbacks of Pato, but we don't want that. We don't yeah. Want that. We want a. We want a new age Pato. We want a he, healthy Pato where he comes out and plays phenomenal and stays healthy. Honorable mention. Almost cracking the top two. If it was the top three, I'd have to give it to Joel. Yeah. Oof. Him and uh, Facundo. Both. Facundo also. Yeah. Both are uh, cracking the top two for me. It is absolutely insane for me to be sitting here and, like, actually being, comp- like, okay, I'm not, I don't feel a rage bubbling up inside of me when we're talking about Joao. Like, yeah. it's, it's good. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Like I've said to you guys multiple times, and I don't know if I said it on the pod, but I really hoped he could be that guy for us, but he just wasn't doing it. And if he can be that guy. We just got to wait for him to play LAFC. Every once in a while. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he can't be that guy, just sit on the bench until we play LAFC, and then you'll come off and do this, and uh, everything will be okay. Hopefully, like, everything will be okay with us moving forward. Uh, it's uh, definitely less worrying than it was against Cincinnati, but more worrying for different reasons. So we'll see what happens with us moving forward. Hey, Antonio, if you got time, you want to come on the podcast now? Yeah, man. <laughs> We'd love to have you. Well, uh, we definitely would love to talk to you, man. Yes, we would. Talk to any of these guys, man. Yeah. And talk to any of you guys out there in the audience if you have anything to say. Unfortunately, the rain uh, canceled it this week. But if you guys have anything to say and you want to come on the pod for a quick little interview, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Um, glad you guys were able to make the game. Unfortunately, I had to work on some exciting stuff for our watch party that now is a couple of of days away a little under two weeks 13 days going on 12 tomorrow so i have officially finalized the band for pre-show red mint is going to be doing a uh, pre-match show for us you guys come out watch that they are a phenomenal band and then post-match uh tin roof has got something organized for us so we will uh, see what's going on there Heard. But as always, guys, it's really good to see you in the studio. Good to spend this time, even if it's after the uh, circumstances that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Good to talk to you guys, and I'll see you later.